Hello guys, welcome back to our podcast, All About the Bands. All about the bands, all about the bands, hey. All about the bands, all about the bands, hey. All about the bands, all about the bands, hey. All about the bands, sorry. That heavy breathing, I really need to. What was that? Everyone does it in songs, like Missy Elliott. It makes it sound so good. It's just me. Okay. All right, guys. Welcome back to our podcast, All About the Bands. And I am your host, Mr. De La Cruz. And I am with a special guest. But first... This fist sends her apologies. She can't be here because she's on honeymoon season, which is so dope. Mm. And she'll be here next time. Now, I'm introducing my special guest. Yes, I talk really fast because I was a rapper <laughs> in my past life. Over to your special guest. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Mr. Dela Cruz. I can't believe you're still holding on to this name. Wow. But um, <laughs> it's me, Bamadels. Um, I'm a friend of Chris, or Mr. Dela Cruz, sorry. Um, known him since uni. The ghetto one. Like he always says, the ghetto one. But like I said, um, before in our conversation that we thank God for university we you do know, we made some great friendships we, we grew in a faith and like I always say I met my wife there so Jeez. we're hey yes. <laughs> I don't That's think I went there to grab an education to be honest <laughs> everything that double double <laughs> but um, yeah man I'm looking forward to being on the podcast yes thank you so much for joining by the way thank you thank you thank you now we're <laughs> <Well, laughs> laughing because he says thank you for joining <laughs> <laughs> but these times, he followed that <laughs> all his contact list and came to me last. Nah, it's not even true. You know what was going to happen? <laughs> I always planned for Bam to actually come onto the show. Lies. And the, <laughs> at the time when he comes on, it's like Liz Biz is not here. <laughs> so it looks like. Well, he's using me for a filler. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I have no friends, come. Um, yes, that, that's, that's far from the truth. Um, <laughs> but yes, so going to discuss about milestones mm. and what it means to us especially in big 2019 so let me tell you guys the definition of a milestone so a milestone is a significant event in someone's life so this could include a high priority task a checkpoint something that you always really wanted to do at a particular age mm. it's interesting actually because when you hear milestones you know you think of achievements yeah but you realize sometimes a milestone isn't always an achievement mm. you know um it could be something that's happened in your life that really changed changed you. Yeah. You know, it could be the death of a family member. Yeah, I, I, I was, you know what, I said that in my mind, but I didn't want to go dark. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, we're going we're gonna to go light, don't we? <laughs> yeah. We'll, don't worry, we'll, we'll, we'll lighten the room. <laughs> we'll but sure. yes, yes, yes. No, but, you're definitely um, right. But yeah, it's crazy. It's, yeah, it's just crazy that how milestones can have a major impact yeah. on you, on us, should I say. I remember you were saying about family mm. you know, we're talking about society it's true and yeah what's what is my what is a milestone in this day and age like, exactly <laughs> in 2019 i think because i believe like it may have changed to be fair i know growing up i was born in 1991 and that sounds really old <laughs> now being 28 and it's like whoa but um growing up in a family household especially an african household mm. you know the biggest milestone will be to achieve, you know, A's and B's in education. Mm. And then, you know, after that, you'll go to, um, obviously you go sixth form and then you go to uni and then you start looking for a wife and then you get married and then you have kids. Mm. I've done like maybe <laughs> two out of those milestones that my family has set for me, um, which is quite interesting. I, um, you know, I, I got my my good degree, mm. I got my job, but I, I don't have <laughs> I don't have a wife of yet. I don't have children that I know of now playing. I don't have children. <laughs> I don't have children yet. So it's kind of interesting being, you know, 
this age now, people, mm. you know, in the maybe in the Christian faith consider me as Abraham or like, you know, <laughs> so old. Like, why hasn't he got a wife? It's yeah. this, that, and the other. But it's interesting. I think everything happens for a reason. I'm personally, for me, my milestone in my mind, you know me from you now, yeah. I always said that I wanted to get married when I'm 30. Yeah. I thought it's knocking at the door. <laughs> well, literally. <laughs> literally. And I'm looking, oh gosh. <laughs> See your eyes. I'm sweating. 35 is looking real nice. <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> really, Lord. Help me, Lord. But no, it's, it was quite interesting. At first, seeing all my like uni friends get married. Wow, well, just about there. You guys didn't need to know that. Um, <laughs> seeing all my uni friends get married, it was like amazing and awesome. And I remember someone asked me, oh, like, how do you feel? Don't you feel jealous? Don't you feel this and the other? I was like, no, because I really want to get married when I'm 30. Mm. But... I always thought it would be nice, like, if we all kind of got married together and then mm. raised our kids together. That would be nice, but there's nothing worse than marrying the wrong person. And for mm. me, you know, when I get married, I don't, personally, for me, I don't believe in divorce, so yeah. divorce is not an option mm-hmm. for me. But um, it's amazing to watch, to witness people get from, like, you know, girlfriend to boyfriend to, you know, fiancé to yeah. husband and wife to, like, you know, children. It's like, whoa, like, yeah, you guys are probably li- adulting. Literally different milestones. Yeah. But you know what's so funny? I want us to go back a bit. Okay, you were talk. Back. You were talking about upbringing. Yeah. And then you mentioned, um, obviously, you go to, you went, no, you went, you go to school, get your A's and B's, and obviously you go to sixth form and college. Yeah. And obviously you go to university. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because we've kind of grown up, obviously both being African. Yeah. We've kind of grown up with that mindset that yeah. this is the way of life. Like, mm. And... Obviously, now that I've had a newborn, I've had to question myself, is this the mentality or mm. is this how I'm going to bring up my daughter? Like, yeah. you go to school, from primary school, you go to secondary school, from secondary school, you go to sixth form, from sixth form, you go to college or university, should I say, mm. then university, you must find your job. And I've got, I have got, start questioning myself, like, is this the way I'm going to bring up my daughter, my mm. wife? And it's crazy how our upbringing has a major impact yeah. on us. Yeah. Um, me being a teacher, I have these discussions with my kids. I ask them, Who's, who wants to go to university? <laughs> <laughs> no hands go up. <laughs> What's uni? <laughs> What's uni? How do I get test guys? <laughs> and it's like, oh no, it's I want to be a YouTuber. Uh, I want to be a vlogger. <laughs> oh, times have changed. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, like you said, milestones in 2019 might yeah. be different. Um, you know, growing up, it was just a norm. Yeah. That after school, once you finish your A-levels, boom, you're going to university. Yeah. I was saying I'm going to universities from the from year seven. Did I even know what university was? <laughs> Did I know how to spell university? For real. <laughs> Upbringing plays a big role. It really and it's, does. it's crazy how nowadays things have changed. Yeah. Things have changed. Is university a need? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> is, it, is it a need? Are they just stealing our money? <laughs> Literally. Where are we now? <laughs> where, are we, where are we recording? <laughs> On that note, st- student loan Ooh. is it's a scam. It is a scam. It is. It's, it's a it's a lot. The interest is mad. Mad. I have you know what? I don't even count student loan these days. I when, I just see it as tax. Yeah. When it comes out my paycheck, I'm like, okay. It's the norm. It's, it's the norm. It's, it's like pay time. <laughs> Oh my days, it's, it's a lot. It is a lot. But yeah, that's actually interesting. You're definitely right. It has to do with culture. Mm. I just wonder if, well, I just answered my question if someone was from maybe mm, a similar background. Maybe I know they're Asian, so they don't understand stereotypically, uh, stereotypical. My mm. Asian friends knowing that, you know, their, their parents have been told were doctors, so they mm. have to go to uni, have to do this and the other. But I think each milestone should be celebrated and 
I'm just quite interested to see like not only do our parents play a big culture in the milestones, mm. the media, like who is in control of the media telling us, feeding us information? How do we internalise each milestone and how do we value it? Is it, do we value it because we're told to value it or is it something that we just taught and fed, if that makes sense? Yeah, um, I think like you said, the media does play a big role. You look at the TV shows, you look at, um, you look at the TV shows to be yeah. honest, a lot of them, um, when when they have the stereotypical stereotypical family, yeah. you know, the, the mum and dad, two kids maybe yeah. or three, and a dog, and a dog, you know, yes. <laughs> not the black family, but no. <laughs> <laughs> at all, come on. But you know, this it's like okay, the master, you know, you see in like marathon kids, yes. Fresh Prince, yes, that is is you know you saw them in those TV shows that true. the aim was for the kids to get to university. Mm-hmm. You know, and whenever look at the amount of times we saw on TV shows where the kids forging bad results. Yes. Oh, junior from African kids. <laughs> junior from African kids turning an F to an A. A <laughs> I am so confused. Just so, <laughs> just so you can have good grades, yeah. and I think the media does play. Although that's trying to portray what a family, mm. which is the reality of it. I think the media also feeds into that. Yeah, it does. as well. Um, it's almost like, oh, if you're not. Like the biggest one on social media at the moment is if you're not 25 and you don't have five figures in your account. Like, you know, them five really, figures. Like, there's crazy, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's really crazy things that you hear on social media. Like, crazy. oh, if you're not, if you're not an entrepreneur, if you're not doing your own business, then you're not doing well. Honestly, like, the me- social media is, it's, it plays a big role. It does. And it's unfortunate, actually, because most people don't live by their reality. Mm. Like, some people only show the positive sides on Instagram. You're not going to show the sides when you're, like, depressed and rocking in the corner, <laughs> are you? It's, it's, it's weird. Some, you know, social media could be used as a positive platform. And unfortunately, it's, you know, it's used quite negatively. And comparisons yeah. is left of joy, always saying, you know, if you don't earn this by a certain age, you're, you're perceived as a failure. Or, you know, if you don't get... Yeah, I just said it basically. Yeah. I just think it's rid- it's kind of ridiculous. Mm. And it's um it's toxic in a way yeah, because it, it you start be. believe yeah you start believing it and it's it's quite it's quite interesting. But at the same time, um, I do think milestones can be a positive thing. Yeah, you know, it's something to work towards. Yes, it's definitely. Def- like, I believe that. Like, I believe sometimes if you ha- it can be a goal. Mm. So, for example, one of my goals growing up was. I wanted to buy a house by 25. Yes. I just, I always said it, you know. I could start talking about faith, I could start talking about, you know, speaking it to existence kind Jeez. of thing. But one of my milestones in life was that I wanted to buy a house and I wanted to do it by 25. And by the grace of God, I did. Yeah. You know, I did it just for my 25th birthday with my wife. But um, does that now mean because I've reached that milestone, mm. that's now better than someone else who hasn't reached that milestone? Exactly. And that's the problem. Yeah. I think we can celebrate milestones, but I don't think we should celebrate at the cost of putting someone else down. Say that again. <laughs> Come on, say that. Do you ever say it? Four rounds, man. It's speaking. And I think that's what no. social media has done a lot. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, done yeah. that a lot. A lot of people talk about these things on social media, celebrate the milestones, but mm. they make it seem like, well, if you're not doing this, you're not successful. Exactly. How do you, how do you define success? It's true. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, you're preaching. Actually preaching. No, you're definitely right. You're definitely right. I mean, some people, I think even like Morgan Freeman, mm. I think he got into acting when he was like, he was in his old. <laughs> he was old. Like, he was like a fossil. I'm like, I'm not even going to lie. If I was that age, I'd be like, no, it's not That's for true. me. That's, That's a true. whole, wow. 
So yeah, it, I think it just depends on the on the person, isn't mm. it? I guess. I mean, <clears throat> shout out to those people who have already bought properties at such yeah. a young age, and so, shout out to those people who are saving. Yeah. Um, I haven't bought. <laughs> I haven't bought yet. I'm gonna cry. Um, my goal is when I reach thirty, hopefully. Mm. I think when you live live by yourself, and then oh, the real world really humbles you, boy. Mm-hmm. When you have rent to pay and then loans you to get on this and the other, thank God, like I've paid back <laughs> what I needed to. But boy, it really humbles you. Yeah. But it's interesting. I've learned that each everybody um. Well, you know, we all start the same race, but some may finish, you know, earlier than others, which is totally dope. Mm. And I celebrate when I see my friends doing big things like getting married, buying their houses or cars. I feel inspired. I don't get jealous. Mm. And it's quite odd when people ask, do I get, do you get jealous? Um, I don't know. I, I kind of, it motivates me to do more, to be honest. Yeah. Like you said, each, everyone has different milestones, um, which is interesting. Because when people are getting married and like, oh, when is your time? And you know what? Some people are kind of scared to get married. It's true. Um, which is quite interesting. Um, I remember my, <laughs> I remember someone asked me, <laughs> like, oh, when are you going to get married? And I, I always in my mind thinking like, yo, like this lady, you don't know the mindset of someone. For me, for example, me getting married, I always said, like I said before, I want to get married when I'm 30, and the twins will be born when I'm like 33. <laughs> Speaking into existence, it may or may not happen in Jesus' name, it will. But um, what's funny is that some people who are married, and you know, lots of them are like, oh, when are you having babies? When are you having this and the other? Mm. You don't know if they if there could be like fertility issues. Yeah, you yeah. know, you don't know the mindset. Maybe they have been trying. I just think sometimes it's best for us to like be quiet and yeah. you know when it does happen celebrate that person's milestone with them yeah. um, we shouldn't press that person and be like when are you going to do this when are you going to do that you don't know what that person's going through so true. and um, you just don't know the mindset so I think people need to provide each other grace um, aka stand out, stay, stay out of each other's business <laughs> it's funny you mentioned the whole church and marriage yeah. I think you mentioned about church earlier about marriage um, I know a few people who've had to bounce from churches wow. you know go from church and obviously at the same time it's it's it can be an element of maturity. You know, mm. there are some factors around it, but there's certain people who, you know, imagine every time you come to church on a Sunday, you're being questioned, when are you getting married? Why have you not found husband? Why have you not found wife? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know, they, they always make it seem like there's something wrong, wrong with, with you. you. Mm-hmm. Like it's, and, you know, maybe, of course, there's certain things you may want to look within yourself, mm-hmm. but it, I don't know, to now be asking one week in, week out. Every week. <laughs> when Every are you getting married? Like, at the dock. Who, who says you must be married at 20? Okay, what, you graduate Look, you graduate at 21. Exactly. Who, who's to say that you must get married by 25? Yeah. Where, where, where's that come from? Let me tell you something. Let me go to God. I was, gonna, I was trying to be reserved. I'm trying to keep it righteous and holy with the Lord. No, I'm, no, I'm, uh, I'm playing. I think that, no, you're definitely right. Who's to say what? Um... I, if I wanted to get married, if I felt the pressure of being married, I would have got married when I'm 22. Look at me, six foot four, beautiful looking, handsome, <laughs> chocolate. Are you done? <laughs> I have options in these drinks, but I'm saved. So I'm not, I'm not <laughs> no, all jokes aside, I, um, pressure. There's too much pressure in society um, coming from people. But shout out to church. I love you guys. Yeah, honestly, you know, the church is the house of the pillar of truth. It's but, definitely um, true. It's just yeah. with milestones, I think it's very important that, of course, we can call it a milestone, mm. but maybe we shouldn't put a time frame on the milestone. Yes, facts. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't do that. Like you were saying earlier about Abraham, mm. you know, he having his child at such a late, late, late age. Yes. I was, I was have been looking at him like, what's going on? What is going on? <laughs> looking at him like, like, what is going on? Do you know what I'm saying? And especially in this time and age, yeah, it's weird. 
I even, wonder what even career. Yeah. You know, my sister. Um, shout out to my sister. <laughs> my sister has just um, graduated. Um, my cousin just graduated. All of them all graduated around this time, and uh, and there's a pressure of finding a job. Yeah. And understanding the times we're living in at the moment, things are hard. Mm. But I just feel like we we can't we can't put so much pressure on people to reach something that maybe they're not there yet. Like yeah. maybe they're not ready to get to that place. Maybe they got maybe there's a journey for them. Yeah. You know, I had to tell my mum. Like I said, Mum, you know, when my sister finishes uni, you know, take time with her, don't be pe- pressuring her. Yeah. She may need a year out. Yeah. I took when I when I finished my degree, I, I took a year out. I was working in retail for a year before I went back to uni to do mm. my PGC to become a teacher. Um, and within that year, that year was amazing. I I really got confirmation of what I wanted to do. Yeah. I was able to enjoy being away from education for a bit. Mm. I was able to get closer to God even more during that mm. time. But if I if I succumb to the pressure of, oh my gosh, I finished uni, boom, I need my career job yeah. now. I need to find that job. Who knows what I would have done? I no, you're definitely right. <laughs> Who knows? Mate, I, I took a year out too after uni and that was the hardest year of my life. <laughs> That was the hardest year of my life. I'm trying not to cry. It was painful. It took the real, the real world hurts. Like, yeah, my gosh, no one, no one cares. It's like when you go to uni, you think you'll graduate, you get a job, they sell you this false stream, mm. you get that paper. By the way, that's not even real in the pictures. They For give real. you some next poll. For real. I was disappointed. That you got to give back. Exactly. I tried to, anyway, <laughs> I gave it back. Eventually. That's a cool degree. Anyway, um, yeah, no, it was it was interesting. I thought, forget this. Um, I was doing part time support work, mm. and that was kind of seasonal work, and I was applying for other jobs. And as I said in the first episode of the the podcast, that I think I almost attempted to apply for. I really had to humble myself. Attempted to apply for Aston. I think I'm not sure if they rejected me or not. I couldn't. I couldn't remember to be honest. Mm. But it was difficult. Um, thank God I went back to uni to do my masters, and right now I'm I'm doing well in, in my career. But it is hard, um, but don't. What I would advise people to do is get a job whilst you searching for your job. If that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. just like if you're working like in retail, mm. that's fine. But continue to look on like job websites. Mm. I was gonna say one, but you know they're not paying us, so no free promotion. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so please, like, don't just lay at home and just search for. Well, it's good to search for jobs, but just get like maybe a part-time job or full-time job, and then you know whilst you're keep continue searching and don't lose hope because sometimes it could drive you crazy. Mm. That year, I was just like, God, like please, Lord. And I remember my sister when she graduated from her undergrad, and um, it was quite interesting. She was just, she was just like, oh gosh, it takes so long to be, to be employed. She was just complaining mm. about it, and I was like, she was unemployed for like three weeks, and then she got scooped up and like. <laughs> During a month, I was like, "Are you crazy?" I was like, <laughs> "You did not suffer." You did not suffer. I thought she was like, "Yeah, it was the hardest month of my life." What do you know about her? I was like unemployed for basically like nine. I could have had a child nine months. It was difficult doing all that seasonal work. And everyone from uni yeah. were below me. Like, and then last year, oh, so how is life? Me acting like life is glorious. Yeah. Life is beautiful. No, yeah. <laughs> it was hard. That, and that's pressure. Yeah, you know, because sometimes you you. Because of the pressure of family, yes. the pressure of society, mm. it can almost think you can almost feel like I'm a failure. Yeah, because I haven't made this milestone of getting my career job. Yeah, 
And, you know, like I said, I'm a teacher and I really encourage my students in school. I say to them, listen, I'm here to teach you. Mm. As much as I want you to get great grades, my goal is to make sure that you leave here. If you, like, When you remember me, mm. when you leave this classroom, it's that you've left with a better character. Yeah. And uh, I really try and enforce them, like trying to encourage them. Like, mm. Listen, not all of you here are going to be millionaires. Not all of you here are going to own your own businesses. Let's be real. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the one thing all of you can be is successful. Do you look at them in the eyes like the one that, that you know is not gonna? I know, I know, sometimes I stop. You know, I'm walking look up and down Sally. the class. I'm walking up and down the class with so much passion, and I stop at one person and be like, I know you won't be successful. <laughs> <laughs> and I quickly switch to someone else. Not all of you are gonna be successful. <laughs> not all of you are gonna have your own business. <laughs> not all of you may be married. <laughs> may have babies before the time. <laughs> and you get one student that shouts out, "Yeah, Jack!" Yeah, imagine. <laughs> oh, school days. But my yeah. like, it's just to encourage them that you know. I think the key thing here mm. is that we shouldn't allow people to define our milestones. Yeah shouldn't allow people to put a time frame on our milestones, mm. but ultimately we shouldn't let people define our success. Exactly. That's, I, think that's a, I think that's a major thing. Um, I was going to ask, flipping it, to ask you now. Yeah, flip it, flip it. <laughs> um, how, how has that made you feel, like, in terms mm. of, okay, what, you're 28 now? Yeah, and just turned 28. Just turned 28. And I'm pretty sure you've had a lot of plans, certain things you wanted to achieve. Yeah. And how, how's that, how have you felt not achieving some of those things? Okay, <laughs> that's, that's my Let's dig a little deeper. The wound is open. Um, whoa, that's quite interesting. Um, okay, when I um, <laughs> Lord, I don't want to go there. Okay, I'll keep the PC. Um, what was your question? Sorry. Like, how did it feel when you didn't reach some of those? So, I'd, for example, you yeah. said you wanted to buy a house yeah. at a certain age. Yeah. You haven't bought a house, so how did yeah. that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to sugarcoat it. <laughs> Let me put yet at the end. <laughs> yes, thank you. I feel better. Um, it feels okay. I feel motivated than ever um, to buy a house, to be fair. Um, yeah, at first I was like, oh, that sucks. But now I'm just kind of like, you know what, it is what it is. And when I do eventually buy a house, it will happen. And, you know, there's a timing and a season for everything. I um, feel encouraged when I, when I see um, people who buy houses at a young age or even people that are quite older and buy a house and I'm thinking like my, if I'm being honest in my mind I'm like God forbid that, that can't be me <laughs> you never know you never know if I'm like God has a defined time and place for me <laughs> but no I at first I feel a bit weird but then I kind of get over it um yeah you know what's interesting I've never achieved a milestone closer to like oh I don't know how to put this but you know when you set a date to achieve a milestone mm. and say you achieved it closer than you think, mm. that's never happened to me before. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. which would be interesting because imagine if I, I found my wife already mm. and I get married next year <laughs> and then I have, like, kids. That would be crazy. Mm. But some milestones, we, if we're changing topics, could be, like you said, life-changing. Mm. Like sometimes, you know, being a father, that would be life-changing. Mm -hmm. And um, it depends, actually. Some fathers who want to step up to a responsibility, others, when it's, like, maybe, you know, unplanned or one-night stand, they'll kind of, like, run away from it. Mm. And, yeah, so it's a bit... We won't go there. That went really dark real quick, <laughs> boy. Real dark real quick. But, yeah, milestones. It's okay if it goes wrong. Mm. Then, you know, well, wrong in your eyes, but, you know, trust God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, <clears throat> I fully agree. Um, um, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm a big advocate for 
you know, writing the vision down and make yeah. it plain, as it says in scripture. Mm. And it's important to have goals. But at the same time, sometimes they won't, you won't achieve some of those goals. You know? yeah. I, think, I think, but it's knowing that you have faith, like mm. understanding that, all right, God, this is, this is the blueprint of my, well, this is what I want to achieve. Mm. I can have faith that God will bring forth all of these things. Mm. And I can have strong faith that God will do all of this. Yeah. But ultimately, I want his desires first. Mm. I want his plans. So if some of these things don't come to, if some of these things don't come to pass, I some, you've got to sometimes think to yourself, maybe it's God's will. Maybe, yeah. maybe this is what this is what God wants yeah. for me. Um, and I think sometimes it's a battle. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a big battle. It's a real battle. <laughs> real battle. It's a big battle. Understanding God's sovereignty. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. It's true. Well, it's, it's it all works out for your good, man. Sometimes we feel like in the storm, um, you know, God, we feel. I think I feel like sometimes we, not we, but sometimes people base their faith on their emotions, mm. and um, for me, that's a bit dangerous for mm. me. Only because sometimes when you're in the storm, um, God uses people. God mm-hmm. reminds you. Holy Spirit will remind you a word yeah. that links to the Bible, obviously. Um, yeah, just be obedient. It's, it's interesting. It's true. Um, I was I was at my I was at um where was I I think I think it was at my my graduation my my PGCE graduation mm. and I saw an old an older man I can't say how old he is okay um but he was a fairly older man mm. and he gave the speech at the end I think mm. I don't know I think you know when they get someone to give a speech out of all the graduates what I don't know what the term is <laughs> and. You know, he had his wife and kids there, and mm. I think he, they gave him a different robe. So I think he oh, must wow. have got a PhD or something. He achieved mm. something big. <laughs> and I looked at him. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, say what you're going to say, and I'll, I'll continue. Okay. <laughs> but um, to others, him achieving that at, at an older age, achieving this, some people think him, wow, he's left a bit late. Yeah. It's, it's a bit late for that milestone. But yeah. I was. I think my my wife was really moved by it. Like she said, she was. She felt so much pride that to see her, to see him. Sorry, give that speech and talk about how you know he's achieved this thing. And honestly, who is to define? Yeah. Who can define when a master should be achieved? And that was amazing. I really take hold of that. That's <laughs> I feel bad now. <laughs> Not only because like when I when I did my master's in middle sense, you know, yeah. I remember like. When we did our graduation, yeah. there was this old lady giving a speech and she like, it looks like she was 80 yeah. and she looked like she was in her pyjamas. So I was thinking like, who let, who let this old Oh my gosh. <laughs> but no, I do find it incredible. Like someone who's quite mature, they get their PhD with like, imagine you have a wife, you have kids, you have a like mortgage, you have, you know, to be emotionally available for your kids, your wife and spiritually available. Listen, it's not, it's not <sighs> easy. Like it's, I've only been married for 18 months. Yeah, yeah, and I've seen how difficult it can be. Yeah, you know, I've got a, I've got a daughter now who's ten months, and with church, with all these things, with yeah. work, always uh, responsibilities. Responsibilities yeah. is hard. So yeah. listen, if you grab that achievement, don't mm. let anyone tell you. Exactly. <laughs> My question to you is, how do you have time for yourself, like in terms of recharge? Because obviously, being a man, yeah. and you know, being a husband, and being a father, and yeah. then obviously preaching at church, and then, yeah. you know, being a teacher, and being all these like amazing, fantastic mm. things, um, how do you have time to be like, just have be centered and be like, <sighs> okay. Boy, um, I think you've got to be intentional. Okay. I've got to make sure that I, 
purposely take time out. Like it's, there's 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 variety of forms. Um, in this current season, I take time just to sit down and just just sit down. Sometimes I may mm. not be doing anything. Mm. I could just. It sounds a bit crazy. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I fully understand you. But I just sit there. Maybe if my wife is cooking, or maybe she's upstairs and my daughter's asleep, I just sit down for a bit and I just you know just take everything in, you know, just pray, just speak to God. And another thing sometimes is going to the gym. Yes. Honestly, it helps, like, yeah. just going to the gym because sometimes I don't even listen to music in the gym. Mm. I may not even have headphones, but just working out and just being lost in my thoughts, just taking it in and just, you know, the amount of ideas I have when I'm in the gym, just doing my own thing. It's just, it's important just to get that time away. Um, yeah. It can be really challenging at times. Yeah. You know, with my daughter crying, <laughs> <laughs> screaming, but um, oh, my wife wants us to go out or something. Yeah. Um, responsibilities at church, like you said, it can, it can be challenging at times. Yeah. But like I said, you've got to be intentional. Jesus was intentional. Yeah. He he. It says that he he will take time out away from everyone mm. to go and pray. The secret place. Yeah. You've got to have that secret place. Yes. Oh, got deep real quick. <laughs> secret place. No, I'm important. just reflecting for me, actually. Sometimes I find it, it's quite weird when you said you sit down. Yeah. Because I'm quite the same. I am, I lie down in bed and just like, for me, getting time away is I listen to music because mm. sometimes I listen to music for the lyrics or yeah. other times I just listen to it for the beat. Yeah. And that sounds really mad for those people who don't listen to music that much. Mm. But sometimes it's just like, ah, oh, it's really nice just to take everything in, like, I was gonna say I don't obviously I don't have wife and kids so, mm. and that's like additional pressure. So when I get there, it's gonna be like, whoa, mm. <laughs> Lord Jesus, like there's only one of me. Yeah. But um, yeah, at the moment with the pressure of just life in general, sometimes I just lie down or and just just think and reflect. I need to go to the gym. I've had that membership for God knows how long. <laughs> that personal trainer that I said at the beginning of the year, I still haven't met him. I felt like a stone and a half in my chubby self because I was stressed at work <laughs> and they served cake yesterday. And guess what? I had second healthies. <laughs> I feel no remorse about that. And I'm currently chewing on some sweets, so I'm just a joke. But you know what? I was speaking to um, uh, two of my good friends the other day. So my physical health tends to fluctuate. I lose weight very quickly because I tend to over, over, eat, overindulge. And like, even this, when you read the labels, it says like, you know, a thousand calories. Like, I don't, you know when you get those sweets for like three for the price of one pound? Like, who in their right mind gets one for 45 pence? That doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. It's a loss. And I was having this conversation with my mum. She was like, why don't you just eat one packet? I was like, because I, cause it's too nice. <laughs> but now I'm going to have to be serious because health is wealth. Um, yeah, how did we get here? I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> we'll discuss about milestones. And now we're just talking, talking, talking. <laughs> Sorry, just talking, talking, talking anyhow. But yeah. I just want to thank Mr. Bam for joining the podcast. Yes, it's been obviously. a pleasure. And he will be back and there'll be more than one person. <laughs> be more so. than one person. Listen, guys, please send messages saying how great I am. Yeah. You want to hear more of me so Chris doesn't forget me and he invites me back. I will, I will, I will. Listen, this will be back. The whole team will be back. Yes. Thank you so much, Bam, for joining us and no all about problem. the bands. We love no and appreciate problem. you. And thank you definitely you. be back for all sure. Right. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening to All About the Bands.